welcome to Road to Billions podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand of Road to Billions podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in and actually coming on my YouTube channel. If you're here today, you're actually subscribing. Um, I will hope you will be a subscriber. But if not, um, subscribe, you know, first and foremost. But you're here today to learn about how to buy your first rental property. Um, you know, we, we, we constantly talk about every time when you're doing new things in life, it could be scary. And one thing about real estate is it could be scary because it's such a huge commitment. But it is a commitment that can make you very successful if you know how to play it right. And, you know, I'm just going to dive right into it just to let you guys know real estate is one of the fastest ways to get rich. You know, it's one of the easiest ways, but it's also one of the fastest ways. And when I say fast, I'm not talking about within a year. I'm not talking about within two years, depending on how you play your game. But what I'm talking about is a longevity game. So let's get right into it. So when you're buying real estate, you guys, first and foremost, I want you guys to make sure you actually know what you're getting into real estate for. Are you going to be a wholesaler? Are you going to be a fix and flipper? Are you going to do long-term rentals? Figure out what you want to do. Once you know your why, and once you figure out, okay, cool, what market you're going to invest into, if you're going to invest in your city, if you're going to be an outside state investor, you always want to make sure that you know the market between, you know, the the closest way, the closest area to you um, up until the furthest area out in the city. And the reason I want to say you want to know the areas um, within the city you're investing in is because it's going to be a pl- it's going to play a huge part in the value of your of, of your property within a few years. So make sure you invest right because if you buy right, you won't have to sell. You feel me? So when you're actually looking to invest in real estate, like I mentioned before, look to see and determine if the area you're investing in will be very beneficial to you. If it's the property values have been going up over the last couple of years, if you notice gentrification. If you notice a lot of development taking place, be sure to quote all these things um, and actually look forward to your property actually taking um, some of the hit from the justification going on. And when I say hit, I'm in a good way. So a lot of people, they may say, okay, Moise, I know where I'm investing at. Um, I know what I want to do. What's next after that? So your best bet is to know what your, what your personal financial situation is. If you have good credit, if you have money saved up, Figure out exactly what is it that you have that can allow you to buy the property. Um, when you're buying this property, either you're buying it through your personal or through your LLC. If you're buying it through your personal, you will have to supply W-2s, um, W-2s and taxes. Sorry about that. And also, they may ask you for verification of um, work employment. If you're doing it through LLC, if you checked out my last video, um, it pretty much just talks about how you could buy the L, you could buy the real estate through LLC through different documentations. So you just got to know what you want to get into and what's beneficial for you um, in capital wise. Um, down the road, when you are buying this real estate, I will recommend at least if you're trying to take advantage of the government programs like FHA or USDA, or if you're a vet, or if you're a vet um, veteran and stuff like that, um, you want to make sure you take advantage of these programs because these programs are going to allow you to actually increase your wealth and, and net worth. So, for example, for the FHA, it's 3.5% down. You know, on $100,000, that's what, $3,500 down. You know, on a $100,000 house, six figures instantaneously you have literally as a net worth and as an asset that you're now able to control with just $3,500. Um, if you was buying it with an LLC, it probably would have been a lot more higher 
But the fact of the matter is, you know, you know exactly why you bought that property, whether it was an investment property for yourself or was it um, a personal stay, you always want to make sure that the value of your property would be going up every year um, just based off you buying right, you know? So that's the biggest thing, buy right, because you want to refinance, you want to pull some equity out down the line. And um, of course, you just want to know what exactly you're doing for yourself that's going to set you up in the longevity in a few years. So buying right is the biggest thing. When you're buying this property, guys, it's okay if the property looks distressed. It's okay if the property doesn't look all fancy and clean. That's you as an investor to come in and fix it up and create that value. So many times, people, I took them on drive throughs and ride-alongs. They're like, man, that property gate broken. You know, the house got a hole in it. I'm like, that's perfect. That just means that we're able to come in and offer a lower amount because the amount that they may be asking for is not sufficient and equates to the value of the property of the house for real. So if you know a property is worth... 300 grand, but it looks about like 180, 190, offer them 140, offer them 130, you know, because you want to save a lot more money in uh, renovations, which is crucial. If you guys see this clothes I'm, I have on, I actually am conducting some renovations on another property that I don't own, but I'm helping someone. I'm actually being a developer on it. Um, and I just came from there. So renovations could be a very costly thing if you don't know your budget. Um, so make sure you have a scope of work as well. When you're buying, property um, along with just knowing the area, knowing what type of property you want to buy, investment property, long-term rental, you're going to wholesale it, you're going to sell it up. However you're going to do it, make sure you're always um, understanding, like I said, the future of that property. The future of the property is one of the biggest things and also the market rent. When you're buying property, not only do you want to make sure your mortgage is covered per month, but also is the property able to be rented out for a lot higher than what you're actually renting, which actually what you're paying for on the loan. If the loan is $700 on a mortgage, you want to make sure you want to bring in at least $1,300, $1,400 on a single family house, which is pretty reasonable, which is pretty much a good cash flow um, that could come in per month. I tell people all the time, if you're afraid to buy real estate because you don't know exactly if you're going to get rented, um, get it, have it rented, be sure just to go down to the housing authority in your city, which is another word for Section 8. And all they're going to do is sign you up. It's very efficient. I did this play like 100 times. You know, I help people all the time, you guys. You just go to Section 8, your housing authority in your city, and pretty much they have a program for people who obviously qualify for housing vouchers that they will give them for. And this housing voucher is going to be a certain certain amount per month that this person participant who's a part of Section 8 will be able to spend per month on rental income. And um, I mean paying rent. Therefore, you being a landlord, you're able to take advantage of this because Section 8 pays you directly, um, directly po direct deposit on every first of the month, and they never run out of money because it's governmental funded. You know, so when the government is behind something, it's a lot harder to kind of have it fall apart because it's funded by the government, taxpayers. A lot of a lot of hands are um, in that pot. In that pot, so be sure you guys once you know exactly where you want to buy the property at evaluate the property have a contract to come out there have an inspector come out there um if you guys know me personally if you guys want to shoot me a dm or email me shoot me the pictures of the house and stuff like that i'll be glad to take a look take a look at it look at the scope of work and seeing exactly what needs to be done with the house i always tell people have a multiple have multiple eyes on the property um you know ask your realtor ask a contractor ask another contractor and ask an inspector and if you have a mentor it will be a lot easier for you just to look at the property reach out to your mentor and see exactly if the deal is right for you. If you're buying this property as investment property, like I mentioned, um, make sure you check in the area, see if it's, it's, if it's first and foremost, if it's going to approve for that market rent you're trying to, you know, rent it out for. If you fix it up, you don't want to fix it up and, you know, you can't rent it out for that much. 
along with the appraisal value. If you're buying property, make sure the whole point of real estate is to gain the wealth over time. So you buying property in an area that's not appreciating because it may not have a lot of movement in the area is a total no-no. You feel me? You don't want to buy just because it's cheap. You want to buy because it makes sense. So as you guys go along the real estate journey, be sure to have your credit up and running. Be sure to also have some money saved up. If you don't have your credit, it's okay to co-sign. You know, we're not perfect. We're not going to sit here and act like everybody here is perfect. Everybody has something that they could or cannot do. You feel me? So credit, it could be, um, is one of the biggest factors. Money, of course, and also payment history on your last couple of years. Um, W-2s, income stat, income income tax statements and um, any bank statements they may ask for for qualifications. So you buying um, investment property, make sure you have someone you actually trust who's looking at the property, um, not a contractor that's found on Google and ask them how much you'll charge you for. Find somebody who, who already is an investor in the area or if you don't, just reach out to some investors, see if they have some handyman in the area. But your best bet is to also talk to the realtor and some realtors for them to refer you to people who are in the area who's actually doing work on cleaners, windows guys, electricians, all these guys. Because if you go to a real company, they may go charge you outrageous prices and then boom, you're all over the place on your budget. So you want to make sure you get some handyman prices if you want to go that route. It's very affordable. It's very investor friendly, but it's also keeping you on your toes because if something happens and you're not there in the city, how to say an investor, like I mentioned, you want to have somebody you're reliable on, who's reliable, who's dependent, who actually could do the work on time. So that's pretty much um, a quick little rundown about how to buy your investment property. Be sure you guys to check out my other videos as well about how to buy property through your LLC. Like I said, you guys, this podcast, this this YouTube channel is for entrepreneurs, is for those who want to go ahead and take their steps of life to the next level. You know, you want to do things that you've never been able to do and you're afraid to do. Come on to this podcast. Come on to this channel. Subscribe. And I'm just going to be dropping gems for you guys. Once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Billings podcast. It's been an amazing journey. You guys stay tuned and subscribe.